What's up, party people? It's Nick from the Four and a Half Mics, and this is just me a quick intro of our episode, Booze Bros. I was the half mic on this episode, and I think what really brought this episode um, to the half mics and to the warehouse was the fact that it was middle of summer. We were all coming off some um, some long weekends, some vacation time, and booze has been prevalent in some of our lives and not others. But we go into first drinks, what booze has and what it's doing to society and just our upbringings around the alcohol spectrum. So with that being said, we hope you all enjoy. What's up, party people? It's Nick, and it's another great day at the Four and a Half Mike's Warehouse. Yes, I'm, sir. I'm joined by the usual boys. We have Chase, Yanni, Jake, and Howdy. Max. Present. <laughs> and uh, as you all know, this is the uh, the layout of the land, and I'm going to be hosting this podcast today, aka the Half Mike, and we're going to have a fun one. Um, you know, safe to say that we've all been on benders. We've all you know, drink a little bit too much sometimes, or maybe everyone hasn't, speaking from experience of the people in this room. But the topic today is going to be around alcohol and essentially how it has so much weight in the American society and worldwide, essentially. Um, so just to begin, I wanna get everyone hit a, like a brief background of being brought up, how much of a role did alcohol have in the house, the family life? And I don't know. I mean, first drink. When was it? Was it, you know, 13th oh, birthday? I got, I got a good one for that. <laughs> so my, first, up, Chase. my first drink was the first time I ever tried to have a Coca-Cola. And I was probably like three or four. I was at Disney. I don't even remember this because I got so sloshed. But um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, uh, that explains explain a lot. God, we my don't say last dad, names. My dude. dad was at a business conference in Orlando, and at the Gaylord Palms. Mom, I don't know exactly it's where it what is. it was. Um, I'm so sure cool. it was something like that. <laughs> but uh, he was like, uh, "All right, so I think I'm going to chase his first soda." So you know, at these banquets, you know, he goes up, he orders me a Coke, and orders himself a rum and Coke. And you know that they open the can, they pour it in the glass, and you know it just looks like what it is. Well, my dad got the two cups mixed up and accidentally gave me the rum and Coke at the table. And me, not knowing what Coke tastes like, <laughs> just down the oh, whole no. thing. Like, oh, it's my first Coke. This is so exciting. Like, end up drinking it, passing out at the table at the event and just like went to sleep. Drink number one down. Wow. Good vintage 90s parenting right there. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. Solid for, right there. Yeah, I mean, drinking was prevalent in my family and upbringing, but not in like a bad way. It was always very just relaxed, kind of in the background, you know, cooler a beer or maybe a bottle of vodka mm -hmm. or rum, like at the party, you know, aunts, uncles, everyone's just having a couple casual brews, but not like violent alcoholism, like debilitating, taking, tearing the family apart type of thing. Fortunately for me, because not everyone's had that, that fortune. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've, it's been, it's been around, but I had an interesting first drink. Nice. Significant. <laughs> significant is the answer to your initial question how how much did it played a role in my upbringing uh affectionately referred to as daddy's go-go juice as i was growing up don't oh, drink daddy's go-go juice to avoid situations like chase what uh, was the go-go juice always usually a vodka tonic or like a sea breeze or a bay breeze i believe some sort of concoction of orange juice grapefruit juice and vodka mm-hmm so that was my dad's drink of choice before. He's getting his vitamin C. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, honestly, it's, uh, it's, it sounds delightful. Could yeah. drink worse things. <laughs> he was a rum and coke guy as well at some points. Uh, but I mean, I would say like, you know, everyone's got that that, and I'm sure we'll get into this. But everyone had that role of like, come home, long day, glass of wine, and that was definitely my house. Is my parents were always having a glass of wine after work. Uh, not so much beer or liquor during the weekdays, but during the weekends, my parents definitely like to get, you know, a little torn up, uh, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing that's ever like, I don't have any like horror stories of like my parents being too, you know, intoxicated to be a parent at the moment. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, definitely some uh, sailorism going around, you know. Sailorism. Some nice drinking uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll never forget like being like six and not when I had my first drink, but there's a photo hanging in my in my parents' house and I played bartender for the day, uh, which is nice foreshadowing at mm. that age. And I played bartender for the day. I walked around with a little notepad and asking people what they wanted and probably made terrible drinks. But uh, <laughs> first drink. It was a six-year-old just mixing my drinks. Hey, terrible. you know what? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had huge thoughts for you at that point. No so I think way. you're fine. But uh, first drink, uh, honestly, like first drink wasn't until, I mean, like, re- like legitimately, I'm going to drink this and I hope that this gets me some type of way. Mm-hmm. Probably ninth grade. I was pretty uh, straight laced up until then, so that's still pretty young, dude. That's like fourteen years old. Yeah, so I mean, you get to high school if you <laughs> I had get it. it. I get it. You're like, I'm pretty straight laced. It's like, oh, I made it pretty far. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Six years below the legal drinking age. There we go. <laughs> um, so, it used to be sixteen. Yeah, yeah, 18. way way back. 18. Yeah, eighteen, right? I don't know. It was Whatever. 18. Eighteen. Before our parents. Before our time. Um, 16 in the Hazuda household. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> For me, I mean, drinking has always been a, has been a big thing in my family. Um, my mom always <laughs> jokes that we have a family of functioning alcoholics. I don't think it's quite that bad. I think that she's just dramatizing it a little bit. Um, because it's it, it just like what Chase was saying, it was I've never seen it as any sort of real severe issue. It's always been something that's been very part of our family's culture and just something that that we've done you know most days of the week and uh it's and it's very much the the glass of wine or the bottle of wine after uh after a day's work or at dinner my parents are huge huge wine people i guess I, it's a big yeah big wine family if you can find yourself at the ross well if you find yourself at the household you have yourself (laughs) (laughs) where are you going max (laughs) we're gonna bleep that one yeah whatever it's not that big a deal i don't think got nothing to hide Um, you can't dox people at their own table (laughs) (laughs) um it you know i mean drinking and entertaining go hand in hand and it's a really big part of my family's fabric i mean we've always had um I mean, that's really the reason why I ended up in the career that I ended up in was growing up watching my dad and going to all these cool dinners and drinking and entertaining and partying. I'm like, man, this seems cool. And like eating like all the food that comes with it and everything. And it was something that I found really appealing. Um, it's, I mean, I, 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 I like drinking a lot. I think it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, your first drink, yeah, yeah, somewhere was, between the age of four and fourteen, yeah, or um, we outside the money. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone has like I, I definitely tried like beer and what and maybe certain whiskeys or whatnot. Uh, definitely wine um, when I was younger. But say, like to Max's point, like the first time I drank, to, like I'm hoping this thing gets me drunk or whatever buzz or people are always talking about. Um, probably. Probably about the same age, maybe like fifteen. Um, I've got a couple of good stories about that. I got I had a dude that just thought was my friend just sold us all out. Me and all my friends <laughs> said he put the bottle to his lips but never swallowed. It's like, but everyone else did, and we were all we were all we all got in trouble for that. Um, and what about you, Yanni? I uh, honest, I don't remember my first drink I had when I was very very young. It was like a cultural thing with sure. You have a sip of beer or whatever. And I hated it from that point on. I think the first time I actually drank to drink was high school. And then past that, I could probably count the amount of times on my hand that I've been drunk out of high school. Meaning like the one, the couple times in high school and then to date, I can count on my hand. So that's, that's interesting. It's impressive. And, you know, for myself, it's grew up in a similar household and won't get onto the details there, but... I mean, it's very prevalent. Um, Dad and mom's side, they're drinkers. But with that being said, I think, Yanni, you have an interesting perspective because uh, fortunately, unfortunately, the uh, the four of us cannot count on probably hands or toes how many <laughs> times we've sure. been drunk since high school. I, I didn't grow up. My, my family is not a big drink. My dad likes to party, likes to party, but does not, is, I mean, like, I've maybe seen my father drunk one time in my entire life and it was on his birthday like 
fairly recently and it, you know it's not something we had always had a fully stocked bar in the house not one bottle was ever opened it's been fully stocked for it's just for yes. 20 yeah. years i mean when you guys it's came over me. those bottles have been sitting there since i was a kid it's vintage got a layer of dust on them so you know growing up and like going through this this high school other various places and you know our college why do you guys think in the especially the scene we went to college in that drinking has so much weight and is so prevalent at you know maybe that stage in particular in your life and where we are now i mean you said with you know the the career you're going with jake i mean why does drinking have such a big influence in so many people's lives you think i think that uh the biggest the the biggest reason is because it's fun so much M- fun. more than anything i guess i mean people wouldn't do it if they hated it well they wouldn't start I mean, maybe not but I think that the prevailing reason is because it's it's a fun thing to do. It's a good way to interact. It's very interesting. I think, and at least for me, I'm nerdy, but like the process of of making cocktails or how you know a certain spirit is distilled and aged and becomes what it is, or beers. I know Chase is a big beer guy, so like learning about how certain beers become what they do it's very fascinating getting to try all those things and tasting everything is very cool and i think that it, i mean outside of the the feeling that it gives you which is you know that euphoria and eventual you know i mean it just it really it goes downhill so yeah i'm i'm in a but similar i'm in a similar vein as jake i like to I, I think it's fascinating watching people ramp up like one into the next is it a beer day is it a vodka day mm. Am I drinking, you know, is, are we at brunch and it's mimosas or Bloody Marys or whatever it may be? There's some sort of connotation to like what you're drinking. So I kind of was like following along with you on that vein, but I would agree. I mean, there's a certain point where it is, it is almost like a hobby, right? Like with beer, especially nowadays in the craft beer world and, you know, with whiskeys, I know, you know, amongst the the four out of five of us, I know for sure are, are pretty fascinated with that. And, and getting to know, you know, finer liquors and the stories behind that. So, you know, there's a camaraderie piece to it. But I really love watching people just slip into it. You know what I mean? Like you start the day off and it's like, yeah, we're taking it easy tonight. And all of a sudden everyone's having such a good time that you forgot you're on like five or six. <laughs> and that's all it takes nowadays for me to get a damn hangover. But yep. yeah, I don't know. With me, always, it's always been the same way. I kind of, I'm not a fun drunk I kind of recluse a little bit and I get a little bit more anxious than I normally am and so like that's why I think I experienced that one time and I never I never moved forward with it really but I do enjoy the concept of alcohol Mm -hmm. like I enjoy the concept and the idea of alcohol and what it does for people and I mean I I like the concept of it it's just in practice for me it doesn't work out I don't know it just doesn't work out there's something yeah it's like it's just it puts you it makes you okay with being in situations that you probably wouldn't normally be okay with. Definitely. Like, definitely. You know, I it think lowers my, your inhibitions. It right. really like allows you to be comfortable and present in the moment and really just not, you know, not be as focused on yourself or whatever image you're trying to put out there. Like, you know, it's just people, people use it to just relax. Like, like you were saying, Max, at the beginning of the episode, you know, get through that long day and you just want to go like, it's kind of for some people that, process it in this way it's just kind of and I can be kind of in that way too where it's like long day you want some type of release you want some type of like like pop of the soda can that's kind of going to ease the pressure a little bit and kind of just make everything go back to normal and like let the waves calm and I feel like sometimes for a lot of people that can be alcohol and whether it's a combination of just having that drink and really enjoying the whiskey like in your room and admiring the details of it or you know going and throwing yourself in a social situation with alcohol paired with it you know is up to that person but I think both have an element of that just fuck it, let go, I'm done with whatever I needed to do that was productive, and now I'm I'm having fun. I think that the people, for the people that it's not like a real debilitating issue for, the camaraderie part of it, like like Yanni mentioned, is a really big thing. Like I was about to say, the first thing I thought of when you brought that up is like, you know, there's there's something to, you hear that bell ring when you're behind the bar. Yeah, 100%. Everyone everyone gets a seven pour for them, and then it's like, bam, you just toss that back with everybody. I understand. I learned <laughs> and I understood the culture it and the way you, it works. It? it gets you. Yeah, it hits you right in the field. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I would never, if I'm in a social setting 
and even though I'm not going to drink, I will always have a cup in my hand because first of all, yeah, I know how awkward that makes other people feel. Mm-hmm. They're like, bro, why are you not drinking? Are you a nerd, you a nerd or narc even mm-hmm. worse. I was like, nah, I just, you know, for me, I just, I always felt more comfortable. What I realized after I got a little bit older was it was giving up the control was very difficult for me. Yeah. Giving up the control of being able to drive home, giving up the control yeah. of, of not being at, a, at my hundred percent quote unquote sharpest at all. You know, and for me, it's just always been difficult to give it up. And so I just kind of found a way to be happy without it. I just, sure. for me, I just enjoy being around people. So whether that's alcohol so or not, it doesn't bother me. I have a question for you then. Do you ever get like a sense of confidence when you're in a social situation, when you're sober and people are drunk? Like, you kind of get that like, like you're kind of looking down from the balcony like, yeah, you're fucked up. Always. <laughs> but I will tell you what, in, in most situations that I was in alcohol related, you know, things, I never regretted not, I never regretted not drinking, mm-hmm. meaning it always came back into my benefit for something just because of the situation I was in in college at, at any moment, it was like I had to be on a hundred percent and be dead stone. Damage over. control. Yeah. Damage control. Yeah. And every time it happened, I, I was like, Oh, thank God. I didn't decide today to be the day I yeah. decided to get drunk. For you the could first, have had, you know? I mean, I'm sure that it was, I wasn't there when you gave your, your speech to run for your fraternity presidency, sure. but man, I bet it could have been very succinct. You could have been like, yeah, um, I don't drink that much. So just let me, let me yeah. run the show for you guys. <laughs> Done. You got my vote. <laughs> it was good. And people I mean, listen to you when they're in that position. That yeah, part actually, of, though. That part, for that part of it's pretty crazy, though, when you think about it. Like, you know, if we're talking about just the idea of alcohol and, and what it is to each and every person, it's different. And, you know, we've all shared some some personal experiences around that. And, you know, I, I truly do admire that about you, Yanni, and, and how you don't, don't let it. But you don't let it, like, affect you. It's not, like, something that you're, like, condescending about. You're like, oh, you drink, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're a cool dude about it. But, like, I'm saying, like, when you think right. about it, alcohol is a fucking drug, dude. It's sure. an issue for so many people. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think everyone's had their struggles with it, whether it be the one night or the string of nights or just your relationship with it while you're anytime that you encounter it. Right. Like, are you the person that says I'm only going to have one and only has one? Not because you have an issue with it, but only because you have maybe something to do later or whatever it may be. Or are you the person who says I'm only going to have one? And that's just a flat out bullshit lie to everybody around you. (laughs) You're lying to yourself. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think it's important. Like Chase kind of mentioned it or someone mentioned it earlier. Um, It's like, what is it for you? And 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 how do you treat it and how are you sure. on it? Yeah, I'll take credit for that one. Okay. So like, <laughs> but you know, it's important. It's important to realize that because some people don't. And then that's when it's like, damn, this is a fucking scary thing. Like I don't like you when you're on it, you know, quickly, if you're that person, sure. you'll know yeah. quickly when you're that person I, I, for you, it's well, the control thing. Right. For some people it's like, it how are you when you lose yeah. control? You know what I mean? When you when you do release those inhibitions, do you become like some sort of per- there are rude people, there are yeah. well, sometimes, mean people. Sometimes the worst part is that those people that get like that sometimes go to those lengths purposefully because that's who they think they really are. Like when they're sober, they feel like Ooh, oh, that's they, getting really like deep. They need to like they, <laughs> oh, they drink like that because <laughs> yeah, that's like shit. how they feel the most comfortable. It's wow. fucked up. I mean, I would witness people like that in yeah, college. I'm sure. That's real. That's real. Sure. I got like a real serious. I don't know. I think that I, <laughs> yeah. I think Max, you kind of touched on it. Part of the reason why I never, I don't ever want to be condescending to anybody. Like that's not my personality. And I think one of the reasons with alcohol specifically, why it's so easy for me to be put in a situation where everybody's drinking and I'm stone sober is because I grew up around alcohol in the alcohol business. I mean, my family yeah. had nightclubs and restaurants and I grew up around it and nobody was drinking. Best way to run a nightclub is by not drinking. Being it. dead sober, yeah, oh yeah. which is why I enjoyed our high school job so much. Just because I was I was literally doing what I love, being around people. They were having a good time. I was having a good time because they were having a good time and I was happy. True. And I could drive home at the end of the night. True. But then, Max, to your point, you were talking about, and then I guess Chase, when Chase really, really... Uh, Brightened up yeah. the room. <laughs> brought, <laughs> brought it into perspective. I was gonna say, um, alcohol is a depressant. There's totally know? there's <laughs> not tequila, not tequila, not tequila. Yeah. No, there, but that, that's, that's perfect though, because I was gonna say there's totally different types Literally. of drunk for everybody, and that that comes with yeah. The, there's different even for the, the same fun. person. I drink exactly. something different. I get it. Like, yeah, wine drunk is so different yeah. than like 
if you're just slamming Hell the yeah. off like yeah dude i just like to <laughs> pop open a nice like, bottle you get, you of red feel with angry my boys russian and tell them how i feel yeah you just yeah. get happy you know i love beer drunk Shotgun i think that's my Steelies. favorite there, there's something Bro, to that though, right? The there's liquor drunk is there's scary something drunk. There's something to all the effects. <laughs> that four loco drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's that lawsuit drunk. Oh, so yeah. wait, wait, wait. Speaking of that, speaking of malt liquor, um, poll to just like, assess how truthful we all were at, in alcohol in our upbringings. Mm-hmm. Uh, say yes, or I don't know how we're going to keep track of this, but raise your hand, I guess, for us, and then we can communicate it. If you ever had a homeless person buy alcohol for you when you were a kid. <laughs> We have uh, three hands up and two hands down. Oh, yeah. yeah those, uh, are, those were the glory days. I had days. a fake ID like an adult. <laughs> yep. I had a fake ID, too. <laughs> I was a purveyor of alcohol in high school, 16 years old. I had a fake ID from purveyor. Chief. <laughs> ID Chief, if anyone remembers that. Shout oh, yeah. out our buddy Clyde in high school was the goat at that. Those Pennsylvania ID. First IDs. Bitcoin yep. user I ever met was... Uh, was Clyde, hope you're not in jail. Really proud of you, bro. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's good. He's... He's he's wishing that he kept that fucking Bitcoin rather than buying me a fake ID. But oh no, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's I used so to wow. used to wow. buy used to buy alcohol oh, for all off. the kids in high school <laughs> and tell them you know hey we'll we'll meet you at the party just whatever you want. Up yeah. Bro, I got bucks. I got a fake with a group of people. Same. And we just basically like to gave one guy a bunch of. pictures. I remember your they, high school a guy that was doing that for yeah. everybody. Do you? Yeah, and then in yes. in a town a little bit further north, one of my buddies. Uh, his friend literally had the, all these guys. It was a big news story. They had all these people that worked at the DMV. They no. were doing it after hours on the side running. Hell yeah. People are still legit as through the actual Dude, machine. That's the best. So it would scan and like Mine's they scanned. would actually go and change deceased persons. Whoa. That's like info. And like literally change Bro. your age in, in the system. My, in case y'all don't know, my ID, that's fraud. Oh, dude, they that's got it. Things. Was really bad. It was like the DMV got raided. Everyone that was involved yeah. got I'm not super surprised. in trouble. Blah blah. And it was no really shit. bad. Yeah. I'm not confirming or denying this, but my ID may or may not have 100% scanned through oh, yeah. and had no. Totally, mine sure did. Totally, 100%. That was the best. People know what they were doing. Allegedly, they look at you yeah. and you're like, no way. And then they swipe and they're like. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I, so. Yeah. I guess so. Carry on, sir. <laughs> I just would There's natural like ices. They the look process of elimination <laughs> and just get kicked out of oh, convenience Oh, man, I've got a good story about natural ices. Store. Until yeah. one until hit. Until one hit. And until then that was hit. your boy until they the got in trouble by the cops and yeah. started, started IDing again. Until they started sawing the, they started like sawing the 24 packs in half. Well, dude, because you'd find one place and then oh, like, yeah. the word would spread across high school. And then they were toasted. And then they start getting all this biz and then they get toasted. I can think of the two places that I bought alcohol from in high school. They coincidentally were really like on the same street, just like about half a mile from each other, and uh, they were great. One, oh, one, one lasted. Ended up being old faithful. <laughs> one, yeah, one lasted probably. So we had this one place. We had a farm store. For those that know every, what a farm store is, that's yeah, the spot. Yeah, and that was crazy. The we drive through. We used to buy those. That Some was before I had a fake ID. You could go when you were like 15 years old. We would drive cars out there, and we would oh, they would sell man. you four locos. It was wild. So with our farm, get your store, shit together, farm <laughs> store. Our farm store, they would charge you. It would be like a stale 24 pack. Of beer, and they would charge you somewhere in the neighborhood of like thirty-five to forty dollars for a twenty-four pack. And it's good old-fashioned capitalism, right yeah. there. <laughs> I, I went Not more mad. than I, I went more than I should. <laughs> but what they ended up doing is they bought a old police car from one of those police auctions and put it across the street in a vacant lot. Oh no! So whenever someone would bitch about it, the prices being too high, he's like. Oh, well, I'll just go over and get the cops. You know, they're watching. Yes, and then everyone wow, would shell out the money until one day you just, you doubled down and said, all right, go get the cops. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Bro, all right, how about particularly precocious 16 year old is calling you on your bluff. I remember I was, always, <laughs> like, I was always a designated driver. So like I would drive <laughs> to all these places to go do the pickups and they would always, I remember something so sketchy. They would always cut the 24 packs of Bud Light in half with like, uh, it looked oh like yeah, a with freaking like a saw. saw. Yeah. And I, I remember it, it asking the guy saw, once, I go, is this legal? It wasn't, you've seen it happen. I yeah. asked him, is it, is it legal? And then everyone around me is like, shut the fuck up, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a narc. It actually, <laughs> it is, it is legal for them to do it. That's is it? That is yeah. weird. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I have never um, seen that before. I thought it's, it doesn't say not for individual so resale. I learned, yeah. uh, but they're not for individual resale. It's for a 12 pack instead of a 24 pack. Or six or packs six instead, pack of instead of a 12 pack. Fuck, Diani. But yeah. um, I've never seen that so before. I learned that place that ended up being Old Faithful for me in high school. The reason they could the do it for so long and not place. get in trouble 
Yeah. We probably are because that are. place had those as well. Is it? Oh, they're going off mic right now. We're just going to fill yeah. some. Fill I gotta some, get some yeah. Yeah. So that place, all the beer they'd put on the front. Yes. Like, it was all backdated. Yes. So it was all like expired. Yeah, beer. that's how this was. And yeah. they would have it dead stock, considered dead stock in their books and would just ring it up as other shit. Right. And then just charge. They'd you for claim it, it on insurance how, probably. And then, yeah. 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 Ooh, and that's so, shady. Fucking Or they would yeah. say that they sent it back to the supplier like, you know, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Get new stock. Um, yeah. And yeah, to get new stock. But, um. Yeah, no, that was, I found out they were doing like, it was probably like October of like 2012 or something like that. And I'm like drinking a Bud Light at a house party and like the date on it's like September of 2011. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm no. like, oh shit, that's why. Okay, that's why I never like to so taste funny. the Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Alcohol makes you do stupid shit. Hell yeah, and, it does. 100%. And Hell yeah, it does. Alcohol, that's the best the idea and worst part being, about it. I was yeah. going to say, the idea of drinking a lot of alcohol in itself makes you do stupid shit getting prepared to do that. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to, we're, we're not going to make it, dude. We're not going to make the party in time. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just, we'll just, we'll put just it on my, run. Yeah, I'll put it on my credit card. I'll do this. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, like, there's always, <laughs> shots are on me this round for sure. Don't, don't there's always worry some about round or some move you make in the name of that next drink. And but, like, it just, it, it blows my mind that, what is it? It's like a, a release in your head or whatever it is where your ego just like gets a fucking Sky injection rockets. in the ass where it's like <laughs> if steroids. you're the guy that, you know, shows up to the party with the alcohol or, you know, you go out and you just you get hammered like it just boosts you to this level that you just I don't know. Some people you just don't get in the everyday life and you do some crazy shit for yeah. that. I mean, you like, know, it's it's like what you give up just to achieve that blows my mind, whether it's a monetary thing and you're just all of a sudden you're spending money you don't even have <laughs> just so you can be the man. Yeah. And Especially on like tables. Yeah. And it's a physical oh, that thing. That was ridiculous. And Dude. a physical thing too. You're like, yeah. wow, tomorrow is going to be the worst day of my life. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to eat chubbies or something oh, and yeah. do nothing i just want to psa it, like buying a table is so fucking dumb like so dumb. depends always. on how much you plan always. on drinking so yes dumb. yes but, so dumb. Yeah, depends no. on how many people you are either shellac the money and you do it for real and you're with your boys and you have a bunch of chicks with you or you just don't do it don't be 20 dudes rolling deep like, no, oh, bro, you, can't, $20 you gotta have each. a ratio there's got a whole there's a whole equation each, to making that work <laughs> we're gonna get yeah. the table dude there's only eight of us the here why girls, the the girls will come when you we get have the table, one magnum bottle of fucking stoli that you could buy at sam's club <laughs> for 40 bucks well, yeah, that's so that's, a that's something though that's crazy it's like yeah, there's. Just, I feel like there's a certain way to, you know, quote unquote, do a table the right way. But how many people like I, I just got back from Vegas a few weeks ago and you know how many tables I saw where it's like two guys in the table and so they're many. just trying right. to get tables filled or it's just the idea of like you walk in and the bottle girl or guy, whatever club you're at is like, <laughs> oh, Yanni, oh, you got the table tonight? Yeah, you come with me. And like you walk oh, through the line. It's about that feeling of being the man. So yeah. You do yeah. anything for clout, like the song said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even, even when we were still working in college, we had people spending. I mean, I would see the numbers come in and I, I could not believe on like a Friday night that these <laughs> numb nuts who with their student loan money were spending it on these uh, on these tables and we were giving them bottles of skull and we we're I like we we're like you know this is a bottle of skull and they're like yeah, I, I know. I want the table. Yeah, the closest one to the DJ booth. We're like, all right, brother. <laughs> I want the table. You can get this. You can or get this one liter bottle. 1.5 liter bottle at, down the street at Mike's Beer Barn. I got very salty. I got very salty in my For bartending. $17. In my bartending career when Yanni told me as the manager, and he told me how much a case costs, and I was like, we're fucking yeah. robbing these kids. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, realistically, I'm not gonna feel so bad when I give some some booze no. away to my boys. Yeah. But you know, one of the one of my favorite things about working was, and I'm sure you guys can speak on this, is that you can kind of, if you're not drinking that night, you can really live vicariously through the experience. Yes. Of the person there, like you see the one kid coming across the bar with like three people behind him and one moderately attractive girl, and he's fired up because he's gonna get this girl a drink, and you see him, and he's walking, and he comes up to you and he goes. Can I get four shots of of tequila? <laughs> and then you're like, brother, two dollars a shot. And he goes, oh. Oh, he goes off. Oh. And you go, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give him two dollars a yeah, shot. No. What the fuck? Oh, I want to go and there. And you give him the shot, and this kid's eyes light up, and he has like no soul inside because he's so blacked out. But you give him it anyways. And he goes, 
he's like, thanks, man. You live vicariously through them yeah. and they enjoy the rest well, of the night. Well, that's like such an interesting yeah. point is like that journey you go on when you start to get drunk, like you don't notice it until it's too late. Like, yeah, it'll hit you with that. Like, whoa, like after everyone else has noticed and like everyone <laughs> else, it's so easy to watch other people that get drunk. Versus keep track of that yourself. Yeah, like, you don't feel it to the next day sometimes. I never yeah. even know. All like you guys could vouch. Oh, you guys have all seen me drink. You, like yeah. Jesus, can we start on that topic for just a moment and yeah, stay? Fuck you, Chase. Relative. Yeah, <laughs> no, whatever I was talking about. Mix that shit. <laughs> mix it it well, I blacked out while you're talking and I wanted to talk about blackouts. So it's kind of fitting. Well, I feel like there's no one better to tee up the uh, conversation on blackouts besides Chase. I kind of was, go- was going there, actually. Well, if someone wouldn't have blacked out and let you finish, then... I know. But that's know. what I was doing. I was just illustrating the difficulty of dealing with someone when they're blacked out. Go ahead, Chase. Sorry about that. I was mm-hmm. just going to say, you know, most people here would, would vouch they've seen me at that level. And, you know, it's like, you know, I could be obnoxious. I could be loud. Check. Check. Uh, I could be hilarious. Yeah. Check. Half a Double check. Double check. Um, <laughs> But, you know, all that comes with that hungry. price, right? Like, it's, yeah, oh my God, so hungry. It's like a black hole. <laughs> That's, that might be the main thing. A story black, time. A Real quick hole. story time. I won't interrupt again, I promise. But there's this one time, it's like the shortest story. I just came home and Chase told me he got a pizza and I was so excited. And I was like, fuck yeah, we got pizza, dude. Like, I'm not even that drunk and I'm so hungry. I didn't want to buy one for myself. Motherfucker got a personal pizza with <laughs> goddamn shrimp on it. And I was like, dude, with shrimp on it? How could you fuck this up? Like, you were so blind. I ate the whole thing. Yeah, you from did. Where? And I was H- like, hold on. Who served shrimp on their pizza? Oh, it was from that crappy place downtown. Ah, yeah, it's I not forget a, it's the not name. A good it's spot. not even, like, it's like a chain spot. It was on Uber Eats. They were probably yeah. like, this kid is blacked out. It was hey, like, you want a shrimp pizza? I was so mad. The only place that was still open when I got home. Exactly, yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, carry on my way where it's on. Um, yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know. I used to be able to handle it a lot better than I than I can now. Um, but Nick probably has more stories than anybody about me, and I probably have more stories than anybody about Nick. Yeah, everyone's had their fair share of blackouts. You but know, no, it's I just, mean, except for maybe Yanni. The, the I mean, you'll say anything to anybody. <laughs> Never, right? right? Never? The stories I've heard about myself, you know, it's not the best, but it's kind of, you kind of appreciate the confidence, right? Like, and you yeah, wish you could harness some of that in your day to day. Like you can, if you take a tequila is, shot every oh morning. Oh my God. No, dude. Yeah. I can't. That's called alcoholism. That's when you need to get it to stop. Like, mm-hmm. But that's, it, it's just, it still blows my mind. The idea that you can put yourself in a situation where you have no control. None. You mm-hmm. don't remember what you did or what you say. You can't get yourself home, bro. No, you can't you get can't yourself get home. home. But sometimes you can. You can trust, like. But on, a, on like, on, on the actual, you know, the ones, the trust few. Trust your or, autopilot. Yeah, yeah, the half <laughs> stories good. of the, the blackout times where you've had them and you said you, you wake up wherever you woke up and you don't know how you got there. You don't remember, you know, what. 30, 40%, maybe more of your night at some points. And yeah. you, the last thing you remember is one thing, and it is literally a blackout. You mm. do not know what happened, but you know you were there's operating. There's no way of recovering that information. Yeah, you were yeah, operating there's... this vehicle, like your meat suit vehicle, not an actual vehicle. <laughs> oh, and you're operating this vehicle as a person, and you have no idea what you did for six hours. But that's the thing about it is like in that moment, it is terrifying, scientifically, honestly. You are operating until you literally drink yourself to sleep, but you you have motor function. You just don't have the capacity to remember. Yeah, your brain just stops you know, recording. Like in the moment, you are your going. You like you've been there. I've seen you when you're at that point, and you seem good. Like you're fine. Like what are you doing tomorrow, Nick? And it's like, you know, you we're having a normal conversation, and then the next day I'll see you like looking rough, <laughs> and it's like like this was years ago in college. Like don't all this stuff is we are not like this nowadays. Like disclaimer. You know, to the same level, not even close. But I'll be talking to him, like getting back from lunch, and you're like, "Yo, like, uh, so about last night, like, are you gonna follow up? On, like, about what last are night. you talking about, dude?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yo, you were fine. Like, we had like a 20 minute conversation." He's like, "Bro, not I woke there. up with seven corn on the cobs next to me. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. I don't know where they came from." Uh, yeah, man. we've all been there, man. It's I like, guess yeah, it's, it's it's a crazy concept. It's, it's fucking scary. It, it is scary. Is Once scary. you grow up and like become mature and think about what's actually happening in that moment, it's terrifying. It's bad. Yeah. It's not good for you. For sure. I think that's definitely like one thing to talk about with alcohol is like the bad experiences lead to the better experiences, in my personal opinion. Now, some people well, they, that they way. should they should they should explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the bad experiences with alcohol lead you to the more like. 
Okay, so some people it's a certain liquor. Like everyone knows oh, that person's gotcha, like, gotcha, oh, okay. I can't drink rum because like, I get a certain type of way. Or no, I can't drink rum because I throw up my brains out when I when I yeah. drink too much of it. So maybe you can drink rum. Now you just can't have a lot of it. All right. You know what I mean? Better experience with rum the next time you go for it. Whenever that might be. Some people to this day, keep your Jack Daniels to yourself. I don't want it. And Captain yeah. Morgan Spice Rum. Keep them both to yourselves. <laughs> Those are high school drinks and they will never come back into my repertoire. But... You know, as far as the blackouts go, truth be told, you know, I've had a couple of nights, you know, since college where I would consider it a blackout. I've had more nights where it's been more considered like, a, yeah, I don't really remember the Uber ride home, but everything else is static, nice and clear. That's a considered brownout. a brownout, right? Yeah, yeah. Brownout, the yeah versus the but, but I guess what I'm saying is like you shouldn't inhibit a good time in the sake of, of that. If that's what a good time led to, like. Who cares? Like, sure. What, who do you? What do you owe to anybody as long as you're in control of yourself, or as long as someone's your accountability buddy? But as far as the bad bad experiences go, leading to the better, I think that's like the lessons to be learned. You know, it's the growing pains, if you will. So, well, I'm not going to cross that line again. We're all going to eventually experience another. Maybe even you, Yanni, will experience another blackout <laughs> in our sure. in our heyday. There's definitely no doubt about that. I got a few left in me. I think we all know how to carry ourselves better when we are drinking. Hopefully, like I know when going to an all day affair. Don't start with liquor in the first five minutes. Like it's a marathon, it's, not a it's sprint. A marathon, not a sprint. That's a game. That's a life. Life changing <laughs> advice. Yes. But it, what's what's interesting though is we we've done a podcast, and I don't know if it'll be a pre to this podcast being released or a post, what have you. But we talked about music, and we talked about how music just gets us into this different place, and all of a sudden, like yeah, Max, agree with everything you said. But then you have those times where like you think you're in control and then all of a sudden the situation rises around you and you're like, oh, I got to rise with this yeah, situation. Wait a second, wait a second. And you go down that same path again. So it's like the, the idea of self-control and then learning from those nights. I think that line is so fine for a lot of people of, mm, you know, putting themselves out there so they can get the full enjoyment of the experience. But also really understanding that this is a very, very powerful drug. And the ability and the access that we all have to alcohol is insane. It's unparalleled. We could go to a store right now, get Kill in yourself a car. With it, all that shit. Dr- yeah, it you is. You go to insane. fucking Chili's and drown. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> well, that's like something that we really haven't talked about. You know, we're talking about accessibility right now and just the magnitude. Oh, here of comes what's Chase available. bringing the conversation down again. Well, no, just no, going, no, no, just going like, serious. It's, it's all because of how much fucking money and I'm just advertising kidding. that they all pour. Yeah, Jake, all these companies you, you fucking high and mighty over pour, here? No, I'm just making a joke. Pour into this, pour into this stuff. Like, it's fucking absurd. You will not be able to watch 20 minutes of anything without seeing a beer So true. Or a but I'll tell you what, some of the best ads on TV... Beer Alcohol ads. ads. That's yeah. because they know they can't talk about how <laughs> fucked up it gets. Bro, <laughs> real men. The Budweiser. Uh-huh. The Budweiser yeah. ad with the Clydesdales yeah. messed me up. Oh, with, and made with, me cry. Oh, with those the, are with the dogs they too. Appeal to oh all, man, oh, all great. demographics. Soak your sorrows in a nice cold Budweiser, brother. Yeah. they've got it worked Disgusting. out with all the supermarkets and gas stations. They they made the products available. Trust yeah, me. <laughs> we still need a beer sponsor if anybody's out there. I don't even think. You know, it's it's a great point, Chase, and I don't even think it needs to have a conversation around it because it's so untouchable. It's like big tobacco. It, it shits on, you know, big pharma and stuff. Like, it's everywhere worldwide, accessible, legal, insane. Like, the magnitude of it is insane, and it's crazy that something that could do so much damage is just so there, you know? You're it's, the common man's, it's the common man's escape. But you don't have a boat, you don't have a a lot of income, but you got twenty four dollars to go buy whatever you can. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's very cheap entertainment. And the last thing in where I want to wrap this podcast up with is alcohol has been a thing for a very long time. But where do you guys think it's going, or where like is it gonna go somewhere to another level? Like you've all been at bars where. The, the fucker's outside and, you know, I'm a little drunk and he's like, oh, you can get hammered off this balloon of mist. And I'm like, <laughs> the whip it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, bro. And I'm like, about, like, yeah. the vapor alcohol or actual whip? Yeah, no, the, the vapor alcohol. Oh, okay. yeah. I've heard about that. <laughs> I mean, they had the, powder, the powdered alcohol was a thing for a while, a concept in college, too. Yeah. yeah powdered so, alcohol? 
Oh yeah, that was. I've never be heard about this. Very new to me. Never, Have you heard like, about this? It never no. came, never fully came to market, but it was a tested and proven concept where, like, if there would be it? like, like, uh, you know, they got the Pedialyte. Uh, Nose like, I was too busy fending off well, they chicks were who about, thought I was into butt chugging they were because worried of my about fraternity affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> to um, be worried about other alcohols. Getting yeah. like back to what you were saying, Nick. Like, I think the craziest place that it's going to realistically go is when self-driving cars become oh, like commonplace yeah. and a thing in drinking and driving. Essentially, so, becomes a thing of the past. Imagine so sitting think, in a Rolls Royce. You think the, the environment bar? goes up and alcohol, like you're still consuming this liquid, but you can do it now 24 yeah. 7 because you don't have to drive the anymore. The more alcohol our lives become, the less responsible we have to be about things and the less we have to think and remember shit, which is all going to happen as automation and technology and AI becems more and more prevalent. We're going to be getting more fucked up because we don't have as much shit to worry about. <laughs> yeah, God, that's so totally it's true. a natural it's totally way of true. society and things. No, like, you're right. Think about it back in the day, like when everyone just had to survive. Everyone was on their shit. And now it's like, and you had to we drink already got beer social because media water and, like, was tainted. All this other stuff like <laughs> self-driving cars come around. People be getting fucked up. <laughs> in the cars, <laughs> it's gonna be. You look left and right. I don't know drunk if that's good or bad. Like car. I'm stoked. You can make a drinking happens, game out of that. I'm shit. pretty worried about that too. Like you just go outside. Like damn, where's my Domino's? I don't know. There's a Tesla bringing it. All right, walk outside. Boom. They're already doing that. Domino's has yeah. a self. I know that's car. crazy to me. That's insane. Bro, Amazon has a drone that will deliver to your door. That's cool. Like a. One, I'm yeah, all about I'm all like those crazy, those crazy zeppelins that just oh, shoot that thing. Then you get your alcohol shot at right at your front doorstep. So. So, I mean, you've had, obviously, alcohol has progressed throughout its history, but do you think, I mean, like, is there a way and how does it get more efficient than it already is? And, like, does it take any other forms or do you think we have it knocked in and now it's just the accessibility comes with it? I hope that it doesn't get any more like efficient in its in its uh, <laughs> delivery method. You Pretty know, like, damn efficient. Yeah. So, <laughs> so intro one drink and you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Just the grain Blackout alcohol. We're injecting this into it's our gonna, next it's gonna be tonight <laughs> at seven. Come oh. through. It's gonna be crazy. For me, at least, like I, it goes back <laughs> to what we said at the very top of the of the pod, where it, it really is a it's a cultural thing. It's very fun, and I feel like a lot of. We've seen a lot of products. I mean, you think about the the hard seltzers is one, or like the Cape and the Cape and Lines, yeah, which is really which is really a malt liquor, which is insane. There's no one actually realizes. I'm drinking spiked seltzer. It's like no, you're drinking you're drinking malt liquor, dude. It's crazy. He said there's a hard water. Hard water. Nobody hear that. NIA Brewing in Miami. Oh, really? They make hard water. Well, it's the same thing is truly. It's just non-carbonated. It's non-carbonated. Right. Well, what I was saying though is that ultimately it. Tastes good. It's weird because you've seen you've seen especially in the last like probably seven or eight years or so there's been a rise in that in like the craft cocktails and the mm-hmm. craft beers and the and the natural wines and like on like all these really interesting. That's, um, you're so right. Also on that trend, and, and I love that. And I, I think it's that's going to become classic. I think it's cool, awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I hope that it becomes cool. more like that. And then, but then also on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> you have the you have those prepackaged stuff. You have the packaged cocktails, like the the margaritas that are coming in a can. The daily, mm-hmm. the, the daily, the frozen that you yeah, can just throw yeah, in your freezer. Yeah, better, yeah, so it's better very interesting. It gets, I don't know. The worst. Shout it out gets. to daily. There's just two sides of the spectrum. <laughs> the way I the way I kind of view it is that you know there is a there is a more now than ever is there an emphasis. For the common man and the non-common man uh, together to be able to have craft beverages, whether it be the brews, the various liquor companies. I mean, look at Tito's Vodka. I mean, that's an essentially an example of a company that started out grassroots. We make vodka in America. Like that's a great, yeah. you know, concept. Do- vodka Texas for water. dog. Well, vo- vodka for dog people. Yeah, that's an all- yeah. And they make it out of and they make it out that of potatoes instead of corn. And so is always out of potatoes, Max. Vice versa, excuse me. Um, but anyway, so I mean, I guess Usually. I was. It's made out of something different. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say is like corn. They make it with dogs. Thank you. Thank you. Is corn. corn, not Dog potatoes. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, there's going to be, I think, my opinion towards the future is there will be a push for there will be more space to carve out for these smaller companies, people like ourselves who have already been doing it with like whiskeys and things like that will look to go to the smaller company because you know what it's made from you know their process you know they're it's local you know what i mean there's something yeah. local yeah. about Story. it there's, sure. a, there's more of an emotional connection yeah, yeah i agree and that's cool. i think that's where think it's, it's awesome. gonna go in my opinion but at the same time to chase to jake's point 
there is definitely absolutely going to be more of this stupid shit that gets made and looking for people. I love when, like, to this day, like, you can you can put your nose up. Oh, like, you think fucking Blue Moon is a craft beer? That's hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to be the snob to that person because good for them for trying something new. Yeah. But that right. person is also the problem because they're just part of the dilution of, like, oh, we can just fucking we throw a little orange in it, dude. Like, just fucking mass produce I it. I think, bro, I think that as... As the further along we go in time, the further the supplementation that you'll be able to take is and the harder you'll be able to go and still mm. wake up and function. Now you're talking about lingo. Like I think <laughs> I think that if there was a surefire like way this. for me to be able to wake up early the next morning, I think I would consider it to be a much more of a feasible thing for me to do. Nah, if, yeah. I could, if I could sit around and, and I don't know, just with like a close group of friends and get drunk and then... I don't know, take a pill and wake up in the morning and be 100% clear, level-headed, ready to go, I would well, honestly, I would okay. consider it a lot more so than I do now. I want to give you something to chew on here because there is already kind of a solution for that. They have those products out there, like the, the hangover mm-hmm. pills and stuff that but they don't really work. may or may not work. Yeah, it, it depends. I don't really think they've what been it comes dialed down to, in yet. Yeah, and then a lot of times people will say it comes down to water, but really if you want to wake up early and be fine and be level-headed, you just have to drink a shit ton late and wake up early and then you'll be fine because you just wake up and you're just kind of, you're still drunk. It's before the hangover hits you. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. Totally. Gonna, it's totally a thing. I've, to, I've had many a early morning. Do you skip that's it? That's not a life s- hack. That's just waking up drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's just your well, drunk. I'm telling that's you. Like oh, a, that's yeah, like, there's already something out there for this. You just, that's like, it's yeah, called, you, come, you just drink at three in the morning, yeah. wake up at seven and go to work. Well, Fine. listen, guys. I know, <laughs> it's like a Max, shower beer. Max, I know, I know that the likes of us know that, but I'm talking to our friend Yanni, who, who can count the, the amount of, of times he's been drunk beer? on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. You just put the beer in the shower, and then when you wake up, you just drink that beer, and you go, wow, it's like I never... there's this magical world. I don't want Shower beer is much more ritualistic. Oh, can we take... Side side note, can we just go through a couple of our favorite places to drink real fast? I, I think that's fun. <laughs> shower beer is totally up there. Drinking a beer in the shower is great on a boat or a beach. Yeah. Anywhere boat, in the sun. Classic. A lake on a lakeside. Sporting events. A, a lake range. on the lakeside. Baseball <laughs> games, particularly a beer and a hot dog. Out of, out of a cup that you pull from a Bomb triangle a of other cups. The mm. leftover yeah. counter alcohol yeah. from yeah. a long night of suing yeah. is some of my favorite. You see that quarter handle of vodka. The wounded, the wounded soldier. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the uh, cigar, the cigar and whiskey drink. Yep, Indeed. that's a big one. Yep. Classic breakfast mm-hmm. beers. Not Ooh. having eaten anything, but ordering a breakfast beer. shots. More. Yeah, or just hair that. Well, all right, hair we didn't we didn't go into the hang, we didn't really go dog. into hangovers at all. But yeah, hair. The, I'm a big believer in the hair of the dog, the bitcha. And there's nothing quite like waking up in the morning and getting a really good, strong, spicy Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. like a nice. Good crunchy piece of celery. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Uh, I did like how you raised the uh, supplementation there, and I think that uh, could be something to write down for a whole nother podcast about supplements and how you can compact so much shit into something small and just get it going. But um, it's a uh, it's a crazy one, and I think we hit a lot of different uh, avenues on this. And I would just like the group to go around and, I mean, if you're if you're living out, you know, call it another 50, 60 years on you, what's going to be the one drink that you're you're drinking to the to the end of time and just that one? What is that going to be for the oh, boys? Oh, you have to pick just one? Just one drink okay. to okay. keep okay. it going. And that's it's going to hit all the events that Max drink just talked cocktail. about. Drink or cocktail? Any, any drink. Drink. So, okay. you know, this is going to be the thing you're, you have in the morning, you have at breakfast, you have at the baseball game. You have at the, This is your one-size-fits-all drink oh, for shit. the rest of your time. Okay, but it's not alcoholic. You can, it doesn't necessarily have to be alcoholic, you're saying? No, I'm saying alcohol drink. Okay, 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 okay. Who's kicking this off? Oh, easy, so hard. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, think I, I can't too. fake it. It's just an ice, ice cold. Do not give it to me lukewarm. Do not give it to me semi-cold. Ice cold yingling. Ooh, my favorite. That's a good yingling. one. Oldest yeah. brewery in yeah. America. Shout yeah. out to yingling. Yeah. Yep. I like that one. I was going to go with beer as well because you have to. It's so versatile. And I just alluded to the fact that I love drinking games like beer pong. And I think that I will always love them. They're just, you know, even Fun. even as you get older, it's just like you still, you can still maintain that athletic ability and that, that spark. It's that competitive but yeah, stamina. I'm going to go with a, a Mexican beer. Just a really ice cold a Mexican Modelo? beer with the lime. No, just just is that is that a cop out? Do I need to pick one specifically? No, I'm with that. Okay, cool. Mexican with beer with a lime. Yeah. Yeah, for like lager's sake, I'm gonna go beer as well. If I was gonna do lager, I would definitely do some sort of cerveza. 
um, but I'm gonna stick mm-hmm. with that IPA. I got that dad bod for life. It's like that <laughs> <Chases>. <laughs> that, yeah. They got that dry mouth. That, that New England, <laughs> that like New England like IPA that. Uh, dry like, you can't see through it. You, you, you drop a quarter in it, it disappears. Yeah. Even though it's only oh. a pint glass. You're gonna be like a testing rat because I don't know if anyone's lived an entire life just drinking hazy New England IPAs. I feel like they're fairly new to the scene, so we'll see how we you don't. End we don't know what the effects. We're gonna are. see the long term <laughs> exposure on that. We'll have to do a double blind IPI study. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know. I, you gotta you gotta think of something that you've actually enjoyed drinking. I really like pina coladas, man. I know, there I, know, I, know hey. I know how fruity that sounds. No, I, no, I, I hey. <laughs> no shame here. No cocktail shame here. I'd be here. very interested in trying a hard water. I'm not joking. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Dead for ass sure. serious. I love. I, I was. I, I was think you go you. with pina coladas. Yeah, I, I love, think that's yeah, perfect. I love pina coladas. That's Yanni's official answer. I was. I was hitting on the, 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 har- the waters, yeah. the hard seltzers earlier, but they're fucking awesome. I love them. Bro, I like white. I, had, I tell you, I had two white claws last week. Yeah, they're crazy. calling they're them great. girly when they first no, came they're out. Great. And then I was like, why? Yeah, they're Is great. That, am I calling them girly because only girls drink them? No, you're calling it girly because yeah, we're all back safe in now. college, they we're would call safe. you girly for having anything that's not yeah. like skull. Yeah. Or natty. Yeah. Wait, skull. wait, Nick, our wonderful host for today. Yeah. What is your what is your beer? What is your choice? Rumble moons. Rumpelmans. Rumpelmans. Oh my oh, god! For shots, <laughs> if I can only do shots of one thing, yeah, that'd be a good. It's one. a rumpelmint. Fuck the yourself, dude. You're lying. Be in the top three, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Jose, Jose Cuervo singe. Oh, oh son! <laughs> Don't say that no, around what, here. What was it? Terramoto jalapeno. Terramoto cinnamon. Uh, oh, oh, oh god! There's a, a story for another day the about churro. that yeah. one. All right, all right. So I stick to my roots. My dad may drink more than he should, but there's one thing that he drinks, and I will continue drinking for the rest of my life, and it is a Miller Light. Hey, lattes. Lattes. Indeed. But on all that, thanks to you for listening to this debauchery. Uh, remember to follow us at Max. Four underscore and underscore a underscore half underscore mics. Four and a half mics. We're the only ones out there. You can search it. You can search it numerically. You can search it spelt out. We're going to be the only ones you find. Hey, got to love it. And uh, check out the site, rate and review, and hit us up for any content ideas or what you guys want to hear Questions, coming comments. out of the warehouse. See you Bye. next week. Woo, woo. Peace. See you. going to go get drunk. Peace.